there this is real, real not related to anything really but there's a company or something on the instagram that is currently doing a raffle for a 2022 or 23 i got that ad last night and I, almost signed up i tossed 25 bucks at it my i haven't gotten my new debit card yet so. ah my credit card it's like a raffle to get a new miata club uh and i was like oh why not you know you you miss 100 percent of the shots that you don't take right yeah that's right so i don't play the lottery but i'll i'll toss a few bucks at that sure the only raffle i've ever won was an instagram really for a viewsonic uh gaming monitor oh cool hey it it could happen yeah i I I won a new egg raffle for um a graphics card. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, nice. It's it I mean it took it's, 6 months yep. or whatever of daily entries, but you know, I won. <laughs> <laughs> Was it free? Free no, entries? No. Oh. Oh, oh, no. oh, sorry. Yes, the entries were free. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But you had to like you had to commit to buying it. Oh, I see. Oh, it was okay. like so. It was like securing your place in line when they got new ones. Pretty much, yeah. got it. Yeah, okay. um, was and this they, for the thirty series. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And they came a lot of what these raffles were were packages. Like so, you, so I I had to buy a new motherboard and a mm. graphics card. I was just happy to have the graphics yeah. card. Honestly. <laughs> that, I yeah. understand that. Yeah, it was that was a rough time. Once in, once I made my switch over to a thirty eighty, yeah, I was. Very happy, uh-huh. and of course, it was right before the prices dropped. Of course, naturally, naturally, and but, na- now, now it's like easy to get them. Yeah, apparently, yeah. every micro center has yeah. like ten to twenty of every single card in stock. When I check now, yeah, and a year ago, you couldn't get a card. I feel like to save the your life. I feel like the um, the crypto craze is waning significantly and that's probably yeah. a big contributor with, to it with mm-hmm. all of the recent collapses mm-hmm. it has really decreased mining and the the, and the increased cost of energy yeah yeah for sure you guys want to see something cool that i learned today what did you learn sure. today i'm always excited to learn new things oh that's what is that this this is a ford gt uh-huh. like race car yeah oh the Ford GT Mark II. Ooh. What? They're doing another one? Is oh, is gonna... this what's competing in Le Mans? I was, that's what I was about to oh, This is basically a... their Le Mans car. It they... has a snorkel scoop. Ooh. They made 45 of them for sale. What? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. $1.2 million. Honestly? Oh. Yeah, I know. Honestly, that's I know. not this bad. Is, this bad. Is liter- it's literally listed on their website. Like, under, like, it's like their performance cars. It's like the Shelby, the Mark I, the GT. The GT and then this thing. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty incredible. That's really cool. It's the the color scheme is amazing. It's white with like black and gold. It's freaking awesome. Look at the rear diffuser. It's like it's 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 like nine miles long. (laughs) Yeah, that's really really cool. That's awesome. And you said is it still the five? It's still the twin turbo V six. Okay. Ooh. Ford has actually partnered with uh, Red Bull Racing. I heard about for that. For the 2026 engine regulations. Ford is making F1 engines again? They're talking about it. Right now they're just using the Honda 
platform that Red Bull had been using. Right. So they're probably just going to be rebadged as Fords for a couple years. Sure. Uh, just taking they, Ford money. Yeah. Until they develop their own engine. But that'd be cool. I mean, the Coyote's been wildly successful. Yeah. It's a great engine. Curious to see them to carry some of that twin cam or quad cam know-how to F1. So this is a 700 plus horsepower 3.5 liter Ecotech motor or EcoBoost. EcoBoost motor, excuse Ooh. me, sorry. Um it comes with uh Michelin Pilot Sport GT tires, uh, an FIA compliant roll cage, probably integrated into the carbon shell. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um uh where's the other? A four-wheel uh carbon ceramic brakes. Um it has like like water misting atomizers to like <laughs> oh cool my. to cool it off. Oh my god! A uh, five way adjustable uh, suspension system. Five way. Five. What are you oh. doing? With, what's Who the fifth? What is the fifth? <laughs> I do not know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it it lists the uh, roof scoop as a um <laughs> as a feature. As a feature. It, it should. <laughs> I, it's awesome. I agree. I agree. Uh, capable of well over two G's of lateral grip. Christ. Oh my god. Uh. Yeah, and and a full MoTeC data acquisition system. Yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> so, pa- oh, man. the passenger seat is optional. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even see that. That's hilarious. It's in very large text. Yeah. Listen, okay. So we we had a uh, or have I guess a new GT500 in oh, the shop right now. God, it's the first one we've ever worked on, and. The dude supplied his own um, rotors for and, and calipers. So uh, they're actually the stock calipers. Is it stock calipers? It, yeah, it was just pads and rotors. Okay, yes, you're right. But this this pad and rotor package that he supplied us is fifteen thousand dollars for what rotors? No, no, no. What car? GT five hundred. Jesus. For full yeah, carbon. They're full carbon rotors. Wow. Like $15,000. It's also a weight savings of, I think, 22 pounds per corner. Yeah, they are. They're weirdly light. <laughs> Even though they're still heavy as hell. Yeah, I think they're about 22 pounds per rotor, and the stocks were about 44 when that is we weighed them. So much rotational and unsprung <laughs> weight. That's redonkulous. $15,000 is a <laughs> lot of money. That's a lot. It's. I think the set with calipers was almost $20,000. Yeah, I think with yeah with calipers it was about twenty. That's bonkers. I, th- I, he, I am pretty sure he did get them at a discount, if I remember speaking to him when he brought them in. But I mean a discount at $15,000 is still a lot. <laughs> not a lot. <laughs> They're really cool, though. But Jesus, you probably never have to replace them. Good for him. No, he, that is one thing he has said every time he's come in, is that he will more than likely never have to replace them. I would be shocked if that car gets driven more than like 2,000 miles a year. I, I would be yeah. as well. It's like, it's like, it's basically a show, like a very, very capable show car. Mm-hmm. It's too pretty to like track. So I had had an idea. Okay. Uh, I told you guys about this. Yes. Uh, yes. I thought it would be fun if we went through most of the major car manufacturers and talked about which model line they should electrify. Electrify. Mm. Um, 
And then I started going through uh, manufacturers' model lines and realized and they have all electrified. Most all of them have most of them. Yeah. Um, I just you know I don't know wasn't paying attention or whatever. <laughs> sure. And, uh, but I, I have some I have some I have some notes. Okay, if Ooh. you will. Sure. Uh, do, do you guys have any have anything in particular? I think in broad strokes, basically any luxury car, yeah, is yeah. like mm-hmm. prime candidate for mm-hmm. electric electrification because you've got the torque and uh-huh. silence, yeah, yeah, and that's what you want in a luxury I car. I agree. So like, like I, why Rolls Royce is still using V12s? I don't know. Just make them electric, yeah, because mm-hmm. they would be perfect. So so what I what I think this is actually going to turn into is the cool things that automotive manufacturers are doing with their electric vehicles. But I agree. I, I was trying to think of what Mercedes would you electrify? All of them. The answer is all of them. Yeah. But except the GT. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, sure. Uh, except for their, like the, yeah, their performance cars or whatever. But anyways, what I landed on was the G wagon. Oh yeah. Ooh, dude, an electric G wagon would be sick. G wagon would be, Oh, awesome. God, that would be so heavy. It would be. It would it be. Would, it's already so yeah, heavy. Well, but the, the heaviness of that vehicle is a feature. Yeah. True. That it is, um, I wish I could remember the classification, that basically qualifies it. If you purchase it as a business. It counts as like a heavy vehicle. It counts as a heavy vehicle. <laughs> you, can, you can write off 100% of it. That's oh ridiculous. Yeah. So anyways, if it, if it weighed another thousand pounds, like... <laughs> Who's gonna <laughs> complain? You know what fair. I mean. I mean, fair. a Rivian weighs like seventy five hundred pounds or something like that. The like, G wagon is a shade over six thousand. I think you the can Hummer, have a thousand dollars in batteries and it's fine. I'm saying. Yeah, I think the Hummer pounds. EV is like ninety. It's over nine. <laughs> uh, it's yeah. almost ten thousand pounds. That's I'm pretty sure there are bridges it cannot go over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's too heavy for some bridges. <laughs> And it, like bridges that semis aren't allowed yep. to go over, it can't go over. That's amazing. Yeah. I had... Have you seen the videos of those things like getting driven through mud bogs though? It, like for how heavy that thing is, it can it, move it itself goes. pretty well. It's fine. I believe it. I believe and it. And the amount of um ride height, like factory ride height adjustment is bananas. Yeah. That thing gets so high off the ground when it wants to. That's crazy. Yeah. Sorry. Um, no, no, it's fine. Uh this is a tan, a slight tangent, but um, I freaking love the Genesis line of cars. They're really pretty. Yeah, they they're look very good looking cars. So good. Yeah. I I don't it. Their design is so clean and just like they they don't they don't put a million like little details all over the car. Mm-hmm. It's just like straight body panels and it's very similar to what Lexus used to do. Yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. They're not as good as Lexus, but no, they're very pretty. They're, they're so pretty. I, I you know you get a lot of things, like a lot of features yeah. for your mm-hmm. money with those cars. Like I remember when before Genesis was even a thing, when the Hyundai Equus mm-hmm. was like the top of the line. Those things were freaking cool. That car was awesome. Yeah, yeah, had that Tau V8 in it. Yeah. So I I was I I started just going through like every sure. manufacturer's like website and just like looking at their cars or whatever. Um, I could not land on something on Dodge's website to make electric. Yeah, well, they're because, trying to make the Challenger electric. Because they make like four vehicles right now. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Chrysler has like the Pacifica as the only vehicle listed on their website right now, too. That's really funny. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So what I what I what I I had this thought was what I think they should do is have a similar division to SRT that does something like the Hellcat, but it's electric, and they just do whatever the hell they want with it because they <laughs> they put that Hellcat motor in in everything. Yep. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, it does very well. And it does yep. very well. So like, what if they just like you make your car have. 150 miles worth of range. Yeah. But be the fastest goddamn electric car yeah. on the on the planet. Like just I, let them I go think they wild. Would, I think they would sell cars. Maybe. I maybe. The peop the the people that buy Hellcat powered things are would, would not buy an EV no matter how fast it was. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter how fast it is. If it if it's not a V eight, they don't want it. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. I guess that is the, the key That's, to success for them. But that is who buys those cars. Yeah. I don't know. Just like I'm I'm almost a little bit tired of cars like the Lucid being the fastest electric cars, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. What is the fastest electric car right now? I'm pretty sure it's the Lucid Air Sapphire the, two or whatever. The top of the line Lucid. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised. I've, there's one that I see around frequently right now. It's like really? it's, it's white. I'm pretty sure it's faster than the plaid, and it's all and in like the quarter mile. It's, it's gotta like, be better built than the plaid because yeah, god I'm damn, sure it definitely is. Better built it definitely than is. The plaid. Have you ever seen the uh, rear hatch trunk thing on a Lucid? Yeah, it's no. crazy. I, I actually it's haven't seen one in person. Pull that up, Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> the actual like opening in the body panels is crazy large there we go look at that it's just like there's no like the whole it's like a rear clamshell just open yeah the the entire trunk is open the tail lights lift up with the hatch as opposed to staying in place so it's it's like the full width of the vehicle yeah it's it's very much like a like a when you think of like a lotus elise clamshell opening up yeah it's that but it's the back of the car opens up so you can get to the whole trunk that's incredible for loading and unloading stuff from the back of it like you could almost fit like the width of a piece of plywood in there yeah that's crazy it's so cool uh but that car is also faster than the uh the macan turbo s or whatever no the chiron super sport oh like my. In a quarter mile the oh, like wow. 1400 horsepower yeah, yeah. bugatti yeah Electric cars in the quarter mile are cheat like cheating. It the, yeah. it it has like sixteen hundred horsepower or something yeah. stupid like that. That's yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Yep. Almost an inconceivable amount of power. For yeah. Me. So speaking of shockingly high power lo- levels in electric vehicles. <laughs> oh no. The uh, Kia EV6. Yes. It's like five hundred and fifty horsepower. Uh-huh. The Chevy Bolt's like 400, and that's like a stupid oh little hatchback econo box thing. Yeah. I, that's... The, I, the EV6, also, I think it looks really cool. But it's I like, remember the first time, I didn't even know what it was. I saw one on the road from yeah. the back, and I was like, what is this future car that yeah. is on yeah. the road right now? I, um, it's like 300, it gets like 300 miles in a charge or whatever. That's really good. Yeah. And it's. It's about 500 horsepower, I think, or something like that. How much do they cost? Are they like 50 or less than 50? 45. Starts at 45. That's not bad. Yeah. Some of the higher trim levels are obviously more expensive. Sure. You can get like these really cool green and black bucket seats in one. They're like, they're really sweet. Yeah. Um, I would actually consider buying a Hyundai or Kia EV over one of their gas powered cars because I know 
how iffy their gas powered stuff is, but yeah, like it's an EV, like there's two moving parts. Right. My fiance has one of the newer uh Elantra hybrids. Mm. And it's I've driven it a few times. It's not a bad car. Yeah. It's I've, it's the Ionic is uh she's shock, been is looking a pretty at good um Prius alternative. Mm-hmm. Um the Ionic five, the new one that's I yeah. think a full EV. Yeah. Very good looking car. I agree. I agree. Um so I had this thought before even even looking at their website, but uh for Chevy, I think the obvious choice is to electrify the blazer. Which apparently they're already doing. Oh. Okay. Um but <laughs> I, you I sound have, so enthusiastic. Have, have you seen the blazer? Oh no, it looks it, it why looks does terrible. it exist? I I don't think I it's almost a shame that such a good name that that they're trying to reuse that. Uh, yeah. Like, it's like the new the that generation of Pathfinder where they just made it like a rogue with bigger tires. Yeah. And that's the mm-hmm. new Pathfinder. Like yeah. But I thought you could spell blazer with a lightning bolt instead of the Z. Oh, for Ooh. sure. Yeah. That and would be I thought that would absolutely be, that would be uh, some choice marketing. Um mm. that was the only interesting thing that I think you could electrify of Chevy's. Yeah. The the have have you heard about anything about the Corvette E Ray? A little bit, yeah. So everybody knew it was coming. Yeah. It was like blatantly obvious from the beginning that there was going to be a hybrid version of the Corvette at some point. Yeah. Um, the fact that it, you get it with the Z06 wide body and it's like the fastest accelerating Corvette zero to 60 ever. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. I think, I think a hybrid Corvette is a phenomenal idea. Right. Yeah. I don't, necessarily think a full electric corvette is a good idea i agree yeah i so agree, I, agree I, th- I think in general hybrids are the way to go sure ultimately i feel hybrid is yeah. gonna win out over full electric I think. at least for a long you know for a, quite until, a while until the infrastructure for charging is actually there yeah in the it's US terrible right now um I think that range extended hybrids or uh, range extended electric is like plug in, like plug in hybrids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Mazda is bringing the rotary back. I know a range extender. Mm -hmm. And it's like actually this time. Yeah. And it's potentially going to be able to be turned into a quote unquote big block rotary because it's going to be, they are larger uh, displacement. Is it a two rotor? It's a single rotor, but it's a larger displacement per rotor than the 13B was. Huh. Interesting. Uh, so you could like buy the housings and stack them and make an actual rotary engine out of them. That's what uh, Kyle Mohan, uh, who is a Formula Drift driver um, that runs an RX, I think a three rotor RX8. Um, I could be wrong about the engine combination. Um, but he had a long discussion about it when they announced it. And I think it can be up to a, like, if you put two of them together, it would be a either 1.6 or a 1.8. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and it has a uh, port injection. Oh. So the rotors have like weird scalloping in yeah. the sides of them in the actual like combustion chamber. Huh. Um, so it'll. I am very interested to see how what comes of that. Yeah, that'll be cool. I don't know that I know where the fuel injectors are on an RX-7. 
on the as far as I, I know, like way far up the intake stream, so it's like almost like throttle body injection. So from what I have seen, at least on Jessica, uh, they are underneath the upper intake manifold, which is still like um, a so solid like, like eight inches of intake runner away from yeah. the engine. Yeah. Uh, so these would be like not direct injection, but like have but at like firing at the intake port yes. for the so motor housing. Probably gonna be almost like horizontal on on the block. Interesting. Like you would see on like an intake manifold for a piston engine, basically. Mm-hmm. And right. I guess those you could just have your your secondaries farther upstream to supplement them if you needed that. I don't know if they're actually running secondaries or not with the with single modern router. injection tech you might not need to. Yeah. You just run a big injector that can actually meter itself that older injectors couldn't. Or more um, pressure. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Higher pressure. Um, talking about rotaries, the, uh, I don't remember who it was, shared a video of that six rotor. Oh, that yeah. I think that might have been me. Is that <laughs> the, the, crazy, yeah. the crazy FD like tube frame thing? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> why why did rotor. that sound the way that it sounded? Because I don't know. It, it sounds I, like I a, have no it idea. was so different. <laughs> it sound it's like I it almost sounds like a V12 or a V10 era F1 car. Yeah. Like a V10 I think is probably cuz it's off. Like it's not I think quite as smooth as a V12. with the 6 rotors just cuz four rotors just sound like a hive of angry hornets. But Yeah, and that's what I was expecting cuz every time one of those videos is posted, I like I I do this <laughs> to listen to it yeah. right because it's i mean i feel like it's, it's harsh there's some yeah. audio engineer that's like giggling like people are gonna hate this you know <laughs> i don't know it could also be uh the porting on the yeah. engine could yeah. change uh how it sounds i'm i have absolutely no idea to complete to be completely honest that's fair um, that's fair i don't know how fast it goes through fuel yes Yes, <laughs> I've seen uh, I've probably the same company in New Zealand had there's somebody made a six rotor RX three drag car I, that was PPRE. If I remember <laughs> it correctly. like it would drink a like eight gallon fuel cell in a pole uh, like in one run. I, I think <laughs> they would go through a tank in like a lap or like one out lap and God. then one flyer. That's that's so much fuel. What's so crazy is like you think back to the 787B and one of the reasons that they won is they were more fuel efficient than the competition, which is yeah. not well and they had also de- they detuned the crap out of the 787B. Really? Um cuz I think it could have revved it could have revved significantly higher. Uh, it already revved to like 12 or 13 or something like that. They, I think they limited it to 9 or 10 during Jesus. the actual race uh, just for reliability. Sure. Um, the fact that it was one of the most reliable and fuel-efficient cars during that race is just it's ridiculous. It's so good. It's literally the one thing that rotaries are actually good at is mm-hmm. the racing part. Yeah. Like right. if you want to yeah. be Watt all the time, they're yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, rotaries, man. They're weird. <laughs> they are weird. Anyway, uh, EV, what, what, who, what are we electrifying? Um, let's go to Ford. Okay. Well, they already did the F one fifty, which was a really good answer. Uh-huh. Um, I think like 
if they reintroduced a focus and made it an EV, like a that focus would... hatch type vehicle mm-hmm. and made it an EV so they didn't have to worry about actually making a transmission that worked or even um, like a Fiesta or something. Even yeah. Smaller. Something small, like a city car would be good, but they also, I don't know. Like they did the C Max, which was a hybrid, and it was god awful. I yeah. completely forgot the C Max even existed. That's because they don't anymore. Because they all broke. <laughs> um, but yeah, something like that, like a city, like a hatchback, something mm-hmm. with a mm-hmm. with a like like a like a Ford version of a Nissan Leaf, yeah. basically. I think they just need to take the word Mustang off of the Mach E. Yes, and just make the Mach E a car because the Mach E yeah. is a great car by all it's, accounts. It's great. I just it should not have the, the Mustang. It has the word Mustang. Yeah, in it. it's so bad. Yep. I will continue to talk about this. Yep. It's fine. Oh, I agree. 100%. It's a hill that everyone agrees on. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I don't even understand who buys them. Like I really don't. But whatever. I mean, if I was in the market for a fifty thousand dollar EV. I would heavily I, consider it. Yeah. I guess so. I ain't giving Elon my money, I'll tell you that. No. Yeah. For sure. Something else I learned on Ford's website today. Oh, okay. They are electrifying the transit. I was cool. actually going to say the transit or the transit connect would be yeah. a great yeah. candidate for that. All four, uh, uh, excuse me, all three lengths, all oh. three heights, and all three body styles. So the the passenger version the cargo version and the like chop back like ambulance like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know empty huh. version sick yeah that'd be cool that's they're, awesome they're it's not out yet but they're uh they're projecting oh they're that's what they're selling to they're competing with Rivian for Amazon they're making their yeah. own oh. delivery vans for Amazon now yeah. too yeah 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 um they're going to have like a 150 mile range or something like that yeah. uh, but but be like super fast charging Oh, it's okay. like last mile, last yeah. mile delivery stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you know, ambulances and, you know, cargo vehicle, like exactly. You said Things that mile. don't typically need to go far, but right. need to get there quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's just the perfect play. Yeah. yeah. It's that's so a really good. good idea. Ambulance is a yeah. really good idea. Yeah. Because yeah. they just sit for so. Like, they sit for forever. And, and then when only... they go, they got to go. <laughs> And you got to go eight miles. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's not like you have to go far, but they just sit there and they're just burning diesel all day. You yep. Know? So anyways. Makes sense. That yeah. does make a lot of sense. There's a, uh, I've talked about it before. There's a, a company called Edison Motors in Canada. Yeah. I don't uh, think I've heard of them. Is he the guy that's making the semi? They're making uh, trucks, big trucks. Oh. Uh, out, uh, they're, they're using... Um, like readily available parts yeah so they're using caterpillar um generators and replacing the motors in like old trucks so like big big trucks from like the 70s yeah so like that taking out the old tired motors putting in new uh, caterpillar um generators okay and big big banks of batteries um and then e-axles so they're, they're just swapping out axles um and electrifying these trucks and it's it's stuff like logging trucks and right um and like they're gonna build like fire trucks and and stuff like that and That's like we really said before cool. range extended electric yeah makes all the sense in the world so you can run a diesel motor at exactly peak efficiency and it burns a tiny amount of fuel it mm-hmm. puts out a tiny amount of emissions and you can just drive all day on yep that on ele- electrified 
you know, and you can the um he, he the 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 proof of concept truck, the one that they they built first mm-hmm. specifically is a logging truck. Okay. So you drive up the hill empty, you load up and then you break down right. the hill and charge it that and way. charge oh, you can charge so the batteries. They have regenerative braking. So you, yeah, they have oh, regenerative God. braking. So you almost don't need to turn the motor on. Right. You yeah. can just and I think you can probably just you don't even need the brakes necessarily. You just have the electric motors feed as mm-hmm. alternators. Yeah. Like oh. use the electric motors to slow it down right. and yeah. that'll charge it. That's how they're yeah. you, that's how you can tow charge a Rivian. So cool. That's incredible. I'm so excited about it. And the dude is like he I mean he called it Edison Motors for a reason, but you right. know uh but it's just like but it's taken him like eighteen months to basically build a build a truck. And and he's like already has prototypes and now he's, he's like getting because funding. he's not trying to reinvent the wheel. Yeah, right. Uh-huh. You take what works well and make it work well. Yep, and just adapt it to your yep. desired situation. That's it's a so surprisingly cool. short amount of time as well. Yeah, yeah. it's so cool. I've been so fo- yeah, I've been following that guy on TikTok. He's yeah. he's cool. It's cool, dude. Yeah. I feel like similarly on like a consumer level, like a used Chevy Volt would uh-huh. be a really good like semi-electric buy because mm-hmm. like yeah. the second gens were pretty nice and they're not that old if you can get one in good shape like mm-hmm. you could theoretically just commute around on ev all the time yeah. and just it, you, if you need to go farther than that it has gas so mm-hmm. it's yeah. fine mm-hmm. like that seems great yeah i i wish that i felt like i could use an electric vehicle for for work it's a tool for the job, and it doesn't really fit your your job. No, no. I if if it could go four hundred miles on a charge, you know, yeah, it, it might work. And if it if it could go four hundred miles on a charge and then charge up overnight, yeah, you know, not need thirty hours to right. get charge back up to a overnight charge. from your house, not right. right from a specialty charger. Right. right. I feel like I live close enough to my job where if I really wanted to, if I bought an e-bike, I could e-bike to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's like, it's like five or six miles. Depending mm-hmm. on which route you take, though, that could yeah. still be pretty It would sketchy. need to be able to do 50. Yeah. That's the thing. I, I've said this before. I would own an electric motorcycle. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're so expensive. Yep. Yeah, I would definitely when, own one. When a, a slightly used motorcycle costs two thousand dollars, yeah, I can't. You can't drop fifteen grand on no, a, on a new, <sighs> no. But you can get electric bikes for like three grand. Yeah. yeah, I. So the idea that kicked off this whole discussion in my brain mm-hmm. was uh, Kia. Actually, they already have a couple of electric vehicles, mm-hmm. and I think they're doing a pretty good job. But if you could electrify another one of their vehicles, which one do you think? Veloster. No, that's a Hyundai. Or, uh, I don't know oh, Kia's wait, lineup good enough really to either. comment, Clearly. really. Honestly. The Tucson? Is that still a Kia that they make? It I is, don't know. It is, yeah. Is the Soul still a thing? It is. Because that They've might had not an EV be a... Soul. That's a thing oh, that's been they? available. Yep. Oh, yep I know that they it. did. I'm pretty sure they did a hydrogen one at one point what um, that's news or i could be thinking of a hyundai huh i know honda did the fcx clarity back in the day mazda experimented with hydrogen for rotaries at one point as a combustion um, thing mm-hmm. yeah toyota's uh, doing that with the gr 
Corolla or Yaris right now, I think. Didn't they have they, a couple of them. Didn't they redo an 8.6 to yeah. do hydrogen as mm-hmm. well? With that motor in it, I think. Oh, okay. They put the three-cylinder in an 8.6 oh, and made it run on hydrogen. That's They're burning it. Yep. Huh. I don't really see the point of that, honestly, because like you're still making... When you burn it, you're still making tailpipe emissions like you're still creating co2 like that's what mm-hmm. combustion is right or am i off on that? i thought the emissions from it was just water that's when you're using it as a fuel cell okay it's doing chemistry to create electricity right but when you're just think, but when you're burning it in I, a combustion engine mm-hmm. i think you still make co2 I think the platonic ideal of of combusting hydrogen is actually just water. Really? I think so. I am not a chemist, so I, I am do not absolutely know. not a chemist. Because it's not a hydrocarbon, so you're not you don't have the carbon somewhere to create the then CO2. How, do you... You how does it burn? It it just burns with oxygen. But I thought you had like I thought the definition of combustion was like it creates carbon. Like the carbon is involved. In combustion, specifically, I I don't know. I also don't know. <laughs> I spent ten years as a chef, so I definitely <laughs> don't know. <laughs> Corey and I both took chemistry together, and I think we both went out of that class with a C. <laughs> Sounds about right. I also actively avoided taking chemistry in high school. It was not good. <laughs> it's terrible. It was not a fun class. I thought that an electric stinger. Would oh. be an awesome vehicle. That's another yeah. one I just forgot. They're so existed. long. They're so long, yeah. and, and they're just big saloon cars, and I just yeah. love it. Yeah, oh, I like the Stinger a lot. I every time I see one on the road, it makes me break my neck. Yeah, because yeah. I think they're gorgeous cars. They really are. They've already made Toyota's already made the Rav Four Prime, which yeah. makes mm-hmm. sense. Um, the Prius line makes sense. Um, the the way that they chose to do the hybrid system hybrid in quotes system on like the Sequoia and the Tundra is kind of weird. Uh-huh. It's not a hybrid system. It's just a torque fill system. You can't oh. drive the car on EV mode. It just adds uh. torque to the drivetrain to fill for the turbos. Mm-hmm. Oh. So. That's eh. weird. Do you think a, a fully electric Tundra would have any kind of success? Probably. Just Toyota doesn't seem to be interested in EV. Yeah. Uh, they have one, I think, mm-hmm. right now. And it's that impossible to remember combination of letters and numbers. Um, it's like the uh-huh. BZXY2 or something like that. <laughs> I'm, like, it, that it's, I'm not far off. But um, yeah, nobody buys it. Nobody cares about it. It's apparently not that great. Mm-hmm. But they're, they're all in on, on hybrids, which I think is realistically the move. At least for but short to medium term. I feel until like we get to whatever's after lithium batteries. Yeah. Then EV becomes more. Whatever the hell solid state batteries and all that is. Yeah. So once we can make batteries without completely annihilating entire third world countries to do it. Oh, that's what we're best be at nice. in this, on this I planet. Know. Once we can do that and they can charge in a time frame that makes sense. I'm in, but until then, no. I I watch a YouTube channel called um, Undecided with Matt Farrell. Hmm. Uh, it's just this guy that's just interested in technology and how it applies to our lives, basically. Um, a lot of what he discusses is battery technology. Oh. Like a 
in it's like battery technology fusion and like passive house stuff is like most of his YouTube channel. Okay. Um, which is all that's really really cool, cool stuff that yeah. I am interested in. Right. Uh, there are like nine different battery technologies that he talks about all the time, which is really cool. He's hmm. he he mentioned that he was going to be doing like a wrap up, not a wrap up, a um. Like a state of the industry, a state of a state of the industry type oh, of video okay. later this year, uh, which I'm excited for. Um, there is a technology. I think it's Redox Flow is the name of the technology. Um, where it's, um, it's it, it works almost the same as a battery that you'd think of now. There's an anode and a cathode and electrons flow between the two. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of a different chemistry and they use a, um, some sort of like weird osmosis membrane thing to like control the flow or whatever. Hmm. The point is there's like two different scales of this technology. One where the, where, where the name flow comes from, where the anode and cathode are, um, are liquids. So, uh, you can you can have a huge amount of them and pump them around so that you're you're like circulating this stuff and like your battery storage goes way up. Huh. That's for like grid scale battery stuff. Cool. Right? Right. I mean, it's like a battery the size of this house, right? Um, the, uh, the the but also you can make them small, like normal car battery sized. Okay, and they can. They can be made in the same factories as lead acid batteries. So, like, you oh. can use the same production lines. You just have to like change slightly, change some it. stuff. Sure. And you can like so. There's a couple companies in like Australia or whatever that are now making these batteries. Huh. Um, it's, it's but it requires really like pumps and stuff to move stuff around I, and control the, systems. In to... the small, in the small one, I don't think you need that stuff. I think it's basically self-contained. The same, so it acts basically exactly the same as the lead acid right. battery. It just right. is. It's just a brick. It, it's just just it's, a different material. Yeah, and it's not lead. You know what I mean? Like that's it's, nice. It's, yeah, it's that's like, convenient. <laughs> it's um, uranium. <laughs> <laughs> I no, it's like uh, there's like three different chemistry types that you can use for this battery, and it's like silver and something, or like nickel and something. Is or it like, less? like toxic than yeah. the cobalt and lithium yeah. that we're currently yeah. using. Yeah. Well, um, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, and they are like, they're, I think more easily recyclable or like more easily like rechargeable or whatever. Cause you can just like take the liquid out and put the new liquid in and it's like fine. Uh-huh. Uh, it's anyways, it's really cool stuff. Uh, he also has a podcast where he like talks more about the stuff with his brother. Um, one episode of that podcast is getting back to lithium. One episode of that podcast was he interviewed the uh, CEO for a company um, that is uh, innovating lithium mining and li- or uh, it's not mining because they get it out of brine, but uh, lithium production, extraction. extraction, whatever. Yeah, sure. And this company, like, uh, so in in uh, Bolivia, which is where some of the highest concentrations of lithium on the planet are uh the bolivian government put out this like competition basically and asked all these companies to like come and see what they could do and like make proposals or whatever Mm -hmm. this company is the only one to actually like put a prototype on the ground and produce lithium 
Oh. Um, and they they like they totally revolutionized how they how you get the stuff out. It's like way safer, way better. You know, uh, uses less water. It uses less fresh water. It doesn't repollute the the like groundwater with like right. the crazy brine that you know is all bad, you know, super bad or whatever. Um, and they and it's like more efficient. They get more of the lithium. Like I mean, it's like way better in almost every respect. And they didn't get the grant. Weak, oh, great! Because it just like cause corruption basically, and <sighs> they just gave it to somebody else. It's probably expensive. It's probably too expensive or something. Awesome. <laughs> Love it. Too expensive up front instead of yeah. too expensive yeah. in human life. Yeah. Right. <laughs> human lives don't matter. <laughs> Especially to governments. No. Yeah. Um, what are the people buying the product at the other end? Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, that YouTube channel is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you, What's the name of the channel? Undecided with, oh, right, undecided. with Matt Farrell. Um, uh, some of the other things he talks about are much more cheerful. Uh, <laughs> um, the passive house stuff is really cool. He's he's building a house right now, uh, and doing. Uh, he's getting like geothermal heat, um, solar. He's gonna have solar. He's gonna have um, like the hot water running through your roof to heat, preheat it. Uh huh. Uh, all like all sorts of stuff, and um, it's um, it's not a manufactured home in the sense that the house was built and then chipped out. Mm-hmm. It is like a, pre, they call it prefab where like basically they build all of the walls into oh, like big yeah. panels and then they come in. Just it's like, basically boom. like a model set for yeah. a house. Yeah. It's like Lego. They just come in and like click it in and yeah. it took it to, yeah. So it's really cool. Um, and it's, uh, I've been stalling to try to think of the name of this, this certification, but I can't right now, but basically the house is super duper well insulated. Mm hmm. And so you have a really, really, really low, um, uh, like rate of air exchange mm-hmm. between the inside and the outside, like like less than a cubic foot per day or something. Like it's so insane. you need like a ventilation system so you don't suffocate. Yeah. So so you he so you have to have a fresh air system in the yeah. house. Um, uh, and that's another thing that's like they can do all this cool stuff where like you can exchange fresh air without exchanging the heat and like it's it's a whole thing. But huh. it's super cool because he just talks about all this stuff. Yeah. And, like he's like, this is what this is what we did and this is why we decided to do it. And it, and if we wanted to, you know, he's super honest about why he does stuff and why he didn't do other stuff. He's mm-hmm. like he's very much about um, like not every tool is right for every situation. Right. So. Uh, you know, there's all these, there's all these different battery technologies and they're all exciting because they're all applicable to different things. Like these big, crazy redox flow batteries, they're not going to be for EVs. Like it does, cause it doesn't make sense because you can't put one in a trailer or whatever and tow it around with you. Yeah. But something else might be, you know, these crazy solid state batteries, they're trying to make batteries out of wood now. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. What? <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. Just watch the YouTube video. It's, it's <laughs> wild. It's wild. He's done. He's done like three or four videos recently about fusion too. It's just. It's oh, so wow. cool. It's so cool. There's this company doing fusion with lasers now. Like, I mean, it's. Yeah, it's fusion. Bonkers. Fusion always pops up, and everyone's always like, "It's the future." But like, and that breakthrough recently was pretty exciting. But I'd. Re- it'd be so cool if that was just the easy button. Eventually, just yeah. fusion everything. Yep. It's been thirty years away for fifty years, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's exciting, though. You know, I'm. Uh, it it it. Uh, it's. I like. 
watching that channel because it actually feel makes me feel hopeful about things and like you know yeah. it's not just doom and gloom terribleness yeah, all the like, time oh look there's actually something bright on yeah, the horizon yeah, like there's actually people trying to do <laughs> stuff if like, we can make it that long yeah 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 <laughs> All right, Luca. Where can people find you on the internet? I would imagine it would be at C. <laughs> Crehan. Yeah, you can find Luca at uh, C. Crehan on the Instagram. And also, good food and rip pants. Good food and rip pants. I'm oh, really close on a pair of jeans right now, oh. man. <laughs> I don't oh, think I follow so that one. On actually. the cusp. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's close. It's close. Mm. They're like, there's. I mean, they're definitely some holes, mm -hmm. but it's not like a full rip yet. Yeah. Soon. <laughs> Soon. Nice. Nick, where can people follow you on the internet? Uh, so I am uh, sir.snickles on Instagram. Uh, That's and a great handle. I love it. <laughs> I, I honestly don't remember how it came about. No? No, it was probably just from me cackling at one point. <laughs> that, that, that checks out. And somebody just called me Snickles. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Jordan? Uh, I'm at the Daily Downshift on Instagram, uh, and I have a a, a build blog thing at the daily downshift.blogspot.com all right nick thanks for coming man yeah. thank you guys for having me it was, it was a lot of fun it was super fun I haven't gotten yeah. to sit down and just chat for a while yeah 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 that's, that's i mean that's the whole point that's why we yeah. do that's why we do this we just wanted to hang out with car friends and talk about car stuff yeah that's, it's like starbucks conversations yeah. kind of thing yeah except we get to sit inside so it doesn't matter what the weather is like <laughs> yeah. that is that is a lot nicer yeah we don't have Starbucks employees looking irritated at us for hanging out there way too late. Yeah, that's right. Anyway, have a good night, everyone. Good night. Good night.